0: The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is The Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
1: Well, howdy, hey. <laughs> How are you? Hey. Welcome to the old prospector. I like that voice. What, what do you call that character? This is the old prospector. From, from Toy Story? No. Two? No, it's like... Uh, what was that old Will Ferrell character on SNL that was a mine prospector? Uh, what was his name? Well, anyway, I, his I, nephew. Uh, he, I'm Austin Horton, and I need help. <laughs> He's Johnny Lightfoot, and he wants a new friend. No, I'm good, man. I'm I'm groovy. How was your week? Oh, it was good. Yeah? Good. Lots of jazz basketball, lots of excitement around here, lots yep. of cool, good things happening. I'm still recovering from last week's fanboy episode with David Moscow. Are you Okay. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm okay-ish.
0: Did you get your David Moscow toys out when you got back home and
1: <laughs> set them up? My, my Newsies action figures? Yes. Yeah. No, I did not do that. Did not do that at all. <laughs> uh, but we got a lot to talk about. We got new movies oh, uh, coming out. Ever. And at this Megasplex is
0: ever. this is a good week for it. It's a terrific week. Yes. Uh,
1: we have an interview coming up in segment three with Dave Bresnahan. Who is the writer and director of a new locally made movie called Grandpa's Crazy. <laughs> uh, and we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, looking forward to having him on the show. Uh, star, the movie stars a friend of the show, Dan or Gerald. So nice. excited to talk to Dave. So stay tuned for that. And a poll question in segment two that lit the world on fire. Out of nowhere. I know. We had over... It's a good one, dude. It's a good one. Let's see. How many... We had over 40 replies within an hour and a half of it being posted. Wow. So we'll go... We'll get that in segment two. But before we go too far... I've started this new Sunday night poll question. Yes, you have. Where I take two movies from my collection that are of similar genre, Uh and I put them out there on the Twitterverse and say, which one of these is better?
0: Mm -hmm. Padding the results again. No, 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 no.
1: This is up to the the, the peeps, Uh the tweeps, Uh as it were. Okay. 227 votes. Which, in honor of my two-year-old's birthday, which we just celebrated a couple weeks ago, which of these movies is a better movie? Moana or Tangled? What say you Johnny Lightfoot? Moana? Really? Yeah. You know you don't like Tangled, huh? I didn't
0: I didn't like Tangled. Um when she hit him in the face with the frying or the cast iron pan, I was done. Why? I don't know. You're that was crazy. Because I have a cast iron pan that that's big <laughs> and that would kill someone. Yes, so that, that's out of <laughs> that's the it.
1: realm of realistic... That's why and the so movie you, failed, because that's not realistic. But the ocean being a, a, a being that delivers Moana <laughs> wherever, whenever she wants. That's right. And Maui being hey, a real thing. look, I believe in the rock. A magic fishhook,
0: please. I have one in my house. They're both... <laughs> I do, so I'll show you. A magic
1: fishhook? Or Shh. just a fishhook? No, it's a... Ma- it's, it's, Get out of yeah. here. It's
0: questionable.
1: Uh, Well... Moana did win by a lot, 63% of yeah, the vote. See? But Tangled is probably my favorite Disney animation of all time.
0: Tangled's good. I wish they would have just called it what it was, Rapunzel.
1: <laughs> they couldn't. I don't think they had the naming rights. <laughs> right. But let's be honest, that that's why. It's Rapunzel. Well, there you go. That's this week's results for Sunday night. Coming up in segment 2, we've got this week's poll question that has to do with reading Yes. And the movies. I'm excited for this one, actually. But uh, before we go any further, let's talk about the new movies in the theaters. Oh, this is good. Last week, uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but there's a new movie starring Russell Crowe. And I'm not a huge Russell Crowe guy, but he's in a movie called Unhinged. Now I thought your favorite Russell
0: Crowe movie I'll, was *Lamez*. Don't even I will spit down your. Like throat. I saw yeah. the posters in your house when I went over there that's that one not, time. You never invited me. That's not true, nor will it ever be true. Mis is a fabulously bad movie. Yeah, and he's the worst. Is it horrible? Of the worst. I hate to say it, but it's such, an okay movie. Such it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, such it's an it was, okay movie. It was such an g- iconic Broadway show, and it just got
1: ruined. Uh, there was. It had its redeeming moments. Yeah, when it was over. Stop. <laughs> I'm to set that one up for you really well. Uh, but he's in a new movie called Unhinged where essentially he's a ticking time bomb that suddenly goes crazy after a road rage incident where someone honked at him and he didn't like it. This is a little bit – remember that uh, Michael Douglas movie?
0: There was a movie in the 80s, 90s where he he did exactly that. He went on road rage, basically. Well, not road rage. He got raged in his car. Now, I'm trying to find where the name of it is, but he got raged in his car. Michael
1: Douglas. He was only 84 back then. No, you're thinking of
0: Kurt Douglas.
1: I'm thinking of Michael Douglas. Kurt was 184. Uh, Let's see. Road rage movie. Falling down? Falling down.
0: All right. That is it. He basically loses it in a car one day and just goes on a rampage
1: throughout the city. Now, he's not in a car, but he's on wow. foot. Actually, this sounds exactly like the same movie. Yes.
0: It's like a revamp of he's dressed
1: like a Mormon missionary.
0: Isn't he, though? Looks w- just like Elder Douglas. In yes. It. He's just missing the badge. <laughs> that's all that's missing. It is. It's the white shirt with the black uh, pants and the black
1: tie. A missionary with an AK. That's right. Whoa. Huh. That's, that's the picture I'm looking at. Okay, well, if Falling you want to see, see a remake, I suppose. It no. looks pretty good, though, the no. unhinged one.
0: I think I think they're so far apart that it, it's not really going to be considered a remake. It's it's a new, new vibe on it, but uh, it, I have to admit, I didn't see it, but I saw the trailers, and I saw some reactions, and it looks really good.
1: Well, another new movie coming out this week that you are really excited about, and I'm not so excited about bill and ted face the music yeah the sequel to 1989's bill and ted's excellent adventure
0: well the no it's the trequel it's a trequel so there was two bill and ted's there was bill and ted's excellent then bill and ted's bogus no one counts that right but it was still there <laughs> so yeah and and this i'm gonna see this for sure and I might win the prize. I don't know. I got to talk to Larry about that.
1: Well, you can, you can't. But you listening out there can uh, go to Megaplex Theaters and uh, enter to win the limited edition Les Paul guitar grand prize valued mm-hmm. at more than five hundred dollars. And uh, essentially, it's the the limited Epiphone Les Paul guitar. So I've seen this guitar, and it looks really cool. I'm sure it does. It, it's got
0: logos painted on it. If it's the same one, it's got logos painted on the front. Yeah, 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 it's
1: wild stallions. That would be a really cool collector's. Yeah, I'm gonna have it. You're not gonna have there it. There
0: is going to be a You're heist. Not allowed. I am. I. I'm doing a heist. Not allowed.
1: No, I know. Whoever wins that though, <laughs> hit me up. Uh, so that's out there uh, in the theaters. That's probably this week's big draw. But the new mutants. Tell me about that one. So I'm excited about this one. This is a movie right up your alley because it's a scary movie and you uh, love scary movies. I'm sick of superhero movies and I hate horror films. So this is not for me.
0: But this is based on the new mutants. So it's a younger generation, obviously not Wolverine and Storm and Professor X and the mutants we all know, right? I don't even know the names of the kids that are in this as far as their mutant characters. But it they. Oh, uh, yeah. I, they, I don't think anyone does. No, no. But this is this movie's had some controversy around it so it's a fox production if i'm not mistaken and fox lost all the mutant rights back to marvel but this movie was the last one slated so it was filmed then it was canceled then a petition went out to get it okay to come back by fans and
1: now it's back and you've heard of literally no one that's in this movie
0: no, I've heard of people that are in the movie, Maisie but not Maisie Williams. And of you course, Taylor Ma- Joy. Maisie Williams. She was from
1: Game of Thrones. Ah, who watched she that? She was uh, no one. Charlie Heaton, Alice Braga, Blue Hunt, Henry Zaga. Yeah, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of big names. Happy um, Anderson, that guy. Happy? Happy Anderson. Wasn't he in Iron Man? Happy He plays Reverend Craig. Who? Marilyn Manson. At least the voice talent of Marilyn Manson making appearance go. in the mutants. So this sorry, is sorry, the new mutant. The new mutant. So this is. This is what I like about this
0: is it's not a normal mutant movie. It is literally a rated R scary mutant PG-13, Marvel. Well, Johnny. let's just call it R because it's going to be scary.
1: <laughs> let's move on to a good movie, shall we? Well, I thought we were there. <laughs> the Personal History of David Copperfield, starring Dev Patel, Hugh Laurie, big fan of Hugh Laurie. Okay. Gwendolyn Christie and Tilda Swinton, a modern take on the Charles Dickens classic tale of a young orphan who is able to triumph over many obstacles. Did you ever read David Copperfield? No, but I saw his magic show. No, not, not that. It's not that. Oh, it's, wait, he what? He ripped off that. I, are Dickens you character. sure? This movie, <laughs> rated PG, this is one that uh, I think a lot of people are going to like. I think they are too.
0: And Hugh Laurie is, as of course, we know him as House.
1: Thank you. Just wanted to make sure you knew. I know him more from his British comedic, comedian. Uh, stuff. You're right. Yeah. That's was, right. A lot, he's not a lot of, lot of people know that. Guy.
0: But House, guy. House was so huge and everything he's in is How pretty much. How many did he win for House? Nine? Nine? How many can you get?
1: Yeah. <laughs> he set the record. Uh by the way, we'll come back to this movie in our poll question segment two today about movies and books. Okay. Uh Attack of the Unknown, not rated, a sci-fi action starring Tara Reed, who knew she was still Doing things. I thought she tapped out at Sharknado 6. And Richard Greco, a SWAT <laughs> team transporting a vicious crime syndicate bo- boss must fight their way out of a county detention center during a catastrophic alien invasion. I'm out. Tara Reed and Richard Greco. Never, never heard of Richard Greco.
0: No. Who's he? He was in the original Twenty One Jump Street with Johnny Depp. Uh, he was in uh, Night at the Roxbury. Did okay. you ever see that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah Remember yeah, when yeah. he crashed his car and then got them into the Roxbury? That's Richard, That's Richard, Richard Grieco.
1: Richard yeah, hard pass on this one. I'm I'm kind of with you.
0: I'm, I'm definitely with you on this. And I, in all all seriousness, I've been watching the Sharknados with Tara Reid. And
1: what's your favorite one? The one with uh,
0: Governor Herbert. No, not yet. I haven't got to that one. I'm only on, I'm watching three
1: tonight. I thought he was in three. So I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. Well, you'll enjoy it. What I
0: do love about it is how they throw in all the old actors, like in their old roles. Like there's an airplane pilot and it's the guy from airplane who is the (laughs) pilot and they do something from the movie. But what I'm getting at is she's not a very good actress. Nope. I mean, she's better than me, but she's not a very good actress. So this is a pass for me. Uh, all right, two two no, two more new movies this week.
1: Bruce Willis.
0: Yeah, my, one of my favorites.
1: In a rated R action thriller called Hard Kill, the work of billionaire tech CEO Donovan Chalmers, played by Willis, is so valuable that he hires mercenaries to protect it and a terrorist group kidnaps his daughter just to get it.
0: What happened to Bruce Willis being the
1: mercenary that was hired? Ah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, he did that uh, Eli Roth... Uh, movie, uh, what was it? Death Wish? Death Wish. Yeah, that the remake of terrific. it. It was terrific. It was a remake. <laughs> you liked it, right? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Okay. Especially you want to use the break oil to, well, anyway.
0: I, I enjoyed that movie too. Um, it doesn't hold a candle to the originals, but if you're Never not saw the original, but if you're not there's like a franchise of oh, the originals, yeah. If you haven't seen the originals, and just watch this, it's fun. But this looks interesting to me. I love Bruce Willis as an actor. I love you know Fifth Element, of course, one of your another of uh, another one of your favorite movies. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, I I will
0: <laughs> I will see Hard Kill. It's not going to be a hard pass.
1: Uh, and then finally the 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 last new installment at Megaplex Theaters this week. A mystery drama thriller rated R called Still Here. The synopsis is a New York journalist who gets assigned the story of a missing African-American young girl, risks his career, and takes the matter into his own hands trying to find her.
0: Do you like the mystery drama thriller kind of types? I do. So are you like a forensic files guy?
1: Uh, Yeah. It, in the right
0: dosage okay but not like a couple
1: episodes yeah some people get sucked into those for days on
0: end oh yeah (laughs) absolutely see i'm i'm one of those like we put it on in our house like you know on a sunday and it gets turned off at night after like and i'm only still like season two in but uh, i i will like this movie i think because of that
1: well the classics that are still at megaplex theater include bring the soul spider-man homecoming spider-man far from home and you can see each of the Rocky franchise, the movies from the Rocky franchise, for one day only, beginning the 28th through the 2nd of September. Wow. So you can have a, a fun, night, fun time out at the, the movies for a few days, seeing all the Rockies there in the big screen. I like the Rock. Do you like the Rocky movies? Mm. Do you know he I sold his dog? I liked the first dog? one, and I liked Creed. Yeah, he sold
0: his dog to do the first movie.
1: I now that's what I like about yeah the whole is he sold everything he had yep including his dog yep he mortgaged everything known to his name and things that weren't yet known to his name and the got they took a flyer he made this movie uh, and it worked and now he's he's not the world's greatest actor but he does know what it takes to to sack, he knows what he's talking about when he talks about sacrifice and working hard and never quitting
0: didn't he if I'm not mistaken rocky won best picture the one best picture. You know, and that's that's impressive. Picture. Now, for those animal enthusiasts out there, he got his dog back. Okay. You <laughs> it's know it's a happy ending. There. He did get his dog back, but he did Coffin Link. You know, that's some dedication. Come here, Rover. I know I've had you for seven years and you're my best friend, but
1: you're out of here. And then do you think he went Daniel Day Lewis from Last of Mohicans with the dog? <laughs> I will find you. I hope he did. <laughs> All right, there you go. That's what's coming out this week in Megaplex Theaters. By the way, before we break, yeah. those that have been wondering if they should get back to the theater, get back to the theater. I think I said it last time. Go back to the theaters. You're they, safe. Mask up. Look, they, They've cleaned it. It's incredibly safe.
0: Look, right now, most movies are starting around 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I miss those early morning movies. You know, days off, you go see the movie, you have it to yourself. Mm -hmm. Of course, now that I said that, you won't. But (laughs) point being is you go to the movies, they're going to start adding more showtimes for more movies. Go back, it's safe. I've been to the theater several times already seeing movies. I felt awesome and perfectly safe
1: there. So, uh, and Larry Tassoni, our guy uh, from uh, Megaplex Theaters, he sent us a little snippet. Of Tom Cruise attending a screening of Tenet. Yes, he did. The Christopher Nolan that's been pushed and pushed and pushed. But great news on that. We're looking at September for a release now for Tenet. And it was just, it got me excited to see a movie again on the big screen in the big theater. It can and has and will be done correctly and safely. And Megaplex is where you need to go. To they
0: do are that. absolutely doing the right thing there. It's it's trust me, it's safe to go to the Megaplex movies and
1: watch a movie. Now, are you a big reader, Johnny Lightfoot? Um, I was. What does that mean?
0: Uh, the Harry Potter series ended. <laughs> okay. so... <laughs>
1: terrible uh you 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 know what it's like to travel the world i do when you were traveling were you reading a lot i was or?
0: i was and that was during all the harry potters and that's that was my go-to read that's pretty funny i, I would
1: say i you know soft rock concert next when you get home back to the hotel you're reading harry potter 4
0: i remember being on the road when harry potter 7 book came out and i've got a Two copies the day day it was. I don't even know what city I was in. It was back east. First editions of Book 7, and I read them.
1: Well, uh, American, was he? Yeah, Charles Dickens. He's not American. He's English. English, excuse me. But one of the the world's most uh, renowned literary figures and authors of all time, Charles Dickens, Mm -hmm. which that wasn't his real name, was it? I don't think it was. Uh, That's a pen name probably. But uh, you know almost all of his works, and you've read probably a handful of them. The third most selling Charles Dickens book of all time, David Copperfield. It's got a movie. We talked about it coming out. Dev Patel, Hugh Laurie, yep, yep. Uh, a, a modern imagining of the the life and tales of David Copperfield. I
0: can't wait to see what type of magic they put in this that's movie.
1: Not what David Copperfield is about. You stop oh, it right there. Oh, that's the that's the sham magician.
0: By the way, Charles Dickens' real name is Charles John Huff 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 Um Dickens. Oh, so it is Charles yeah, Dickens. Yeah, wow. it is. He just got five thousand names behind you know, well, with a,
1: a new movie coming out about one of his greater works thought we'd ask you on twitter at austin horton at johnny lightfoot name us a movie that actually was better than the book that's a tough one we'll get to your answers coming up in segment two next here on the movie zone
2: Ed rooney ed this is george peterson how are you today sir well
3: we've had a bit of bad luck this morning as you may have heard
2: yeah yeah I heard, and man I'm all broken up, boy. What a blow
3: yeah, yeah, well, uh, it's been a tough morning, and uh we got a lot of family business to take care of, so if you wouldn't mind excusing sloan i'd uh I'd really appreciate it
2: yeah, sure, no, I'd be happy to yeah you uh you just produce a corpse and uh I'll release Sloane. I want to see this dead grandmother firsthand Ed. It's all right, Grace. It's that little twerp. I'm going to set a trap and let him fall right in it. Uh, I'm
3: sorry, Ed. Did you say you wanted to see a body?
2: Yeah, that's right. Just, uh, roll her old bones on over here and I'll dig up your daughter. You know, that's school policy. Oh. Was this your mother?
3: Uh, no. My wife's mother.
2: Ed Rooney's office. Oh, yeah, this is Can I speak to Mr. Rooney, please? Uh, uh... Hold, please. Tell you what, dipwad, if you don't like my policies, you can come on down here and smooch my big old white butt. Ed! Ed! Pucker up, buttercup. What? Line f- f- online, too! <laughs> Tis the season to be jolly and joyous.
0: You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
1: Welcome back segment two here on the Movie Zone. Austin Horton, Johnny Lightfoot with you. No, it's not Christmas. You're not hearing a replay. The soundtrack of the week is from the Muppets Christmas Carol. Why, you ask? Because... Why? Because we've got a new movie in Megaplex theaters this week called The Personal History of David Copperfield, a modern take on the Charles Dickens classic. So I went with a Charles Dickens classic by the Muppets for soundtrack of the week. I see the connection. Okay, so there you go. I'm with you. Now, before we get to our poll question of the week, Johnny. Yeah. You want to talk to us about something that went down with DC's fans? It's called DC Fandom. And it's kind of like already disinterested. Are you really? I DC. Yeah.
0: Normally, I would was say there eight people there. No, actually, there was a little bit more. It was kind of an online event. Okay, all right. So there was it. Think of uh, Comic Con, mm-hmm. but just DC. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, already miserable sounding.
0: They released trailers to the uh, uh the final trailer, I believe, to the new Wonder Woman, Wonder okay. Woman 1984, which finally showed us. And confirmed that Cheetah is the bad guy, which is Kristen Wig, Okay. And showed us what she's going to look like, which looks pretty amazing. Okay. It looks really cool. I'm very excited about this Wonder Woman movie. But they also showed us a first look at the new Suisquad, Suicide Squad movie. They also showed us a Justice League, the Snyder Cut, which had some uh, interesting Superman in the all black costume. Okay. But the one that I'm kind of excited about was they showed a uh, trailer for the new Batman don't called this The Batman. Don't do this to yourself, And, John. man, he is goth-out Batman. <laughs> He's got black eyeliner that runs down his eyes. But you know what? What? It, Why? He, oh, yeah. Why? It, I don't know, but That's it looks cool. Stupid. He's got long hair, like not long in the back, but long in the front, you know, like what long bangs. What are you bangs. talking about? And... Uh, Oh my gosh, this looks terrible. The bad guy is going to be the Riddler. They confirmed it's going to be the Riddler. I I was like, okay, come on, Twilight, Twilight Vampire Batman's not going to happen. But, you know, after seeing this, it looks pretty good.
1: So is this following their uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker? No, no, DC has no timeline. But Let's I mean, be honest. is it going to be in that same kind of dark, dark, dark way? I think it's going to be a little darker. I don't think it's going to be that
0: dark. Let's be honest. Joker was dark. Very
1: dark. I've not seen a darker movie. Um, and I've seen American Psycho.
0: I, I remember seeing that movie. Uh, Amber and I went and watched it. And after, we le- after the movie and the credits were rolling, she looked at me and said, That's a really good movie. I never want to see it again. I
1: I had similar feelings. I was glad to have seen it because of the work that was put in. Yeah. I don't ever care to see it again. But
0: this is going to look good. I mean, granted, the only thing that I'm tired of is how many times has there been another Batman movie? I mean, I get it. That's one of DC's biggest sellers of all time. But... You know what I mean?
1: But. I'm done with it. And it's my favorite superhero. Right. I'm so, way I, done with it. You
0: know what's funny about the Batman movies is I think the most impressive character in every Batman movie is the Batmobile. <laughs> like what they do to it this time, yeah. you know? But I, I, this looks good. Watch the trailer. Hit us up on Twitter. At Austin Horton. At Johnny Life. Let Austin know <laughs> how good this
1: movie's going to be. It's safe to trust it, huh? We'll see. I... I Based on the first trailer, yeah. I'm so sick of no new ideas.
0: Well, yeah, I've been over that, yeah. Uh,
1: Well, let's get to our poll question this week, shall we? I'm ready. Coming up in segment three, got David Bresnahan, local uh, writer, producer, director for the new movie Crazy Grandpa. Or Grandpa's Crazy, excuse me, Grandpa's Crazy. Uh, So let's get our poll question answers in. Give us a movie that actually was better than the book. Mm. Big D with a great answer. The Count of Monte Cristo, a criminally underrated movie. Now he doesn't specify if it's the one from the '40s and '50s or if it's the one with Guy Pierce and uh, Jim Caviezel.
0: Which was was that in the 2000s or early er, or late early '90s? Early 2000s. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 2001, two somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Very early. I love that movie. I sure. love that movie, and he's right that is, I've never made it all the way through the book. So therefore, the movie's better.
0: It's a tough book, for (laughs) sure, for sure. You know, this is actually a great poll question because... Why, thank you. Yes, well, you're welcome. (laughs) But uh, most of the time, the books are usually better than the
1: movies. I disagree. You know, what? I'm with Chris Rock on this one. You know what's great about a movie? There's no reading, and you're done in an hour and a half, you can take a nap.
0: (laughs) You're right, you're right. Books take weeks sometimes... but that's the fun but they go into so much more
1: detail my friend Don says the Ten Commandments was better than the book he said it's a good book don't get me wrong maybe even the good book but yeah that's pretty funny. It is a much better movie than a book. Uh, Ash with Lord of the Rings, the original trilogy, better than the books. Yeah, I couldn't get you through think the books. So? But, well,
0: reading all those names that sound exactly the same minus one letter, that was hard to keep them
1: all straight. I at don't least, care for Tolkien's writing in the least.
0: At least in the movie, I could put a face to that name I could not pronounce.
1: Jake says <laughs> the Big Short was a better movie than a book. I've not read the book, so I'll take his word for it. Okay. V for Vendetta says Mike. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, Natalie Portman. Yeah, Guy Fox. Yeah. Uh, no, Guy Fox. But anyway. What'd you call him? Guy. Guy? He's French-Canadian. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. James <laughs> uh, says, not a movie, but the Game of Thrones novels are boring, so it's a better show than a book. I've not Jake read Jake Scott like, is going to come fight you, James Hansen. Yeah? He's going to fight you to death. Jake Scott is big on book is always better than the movie. Didn't he come up with an answer? Yeah, we'll get to it if I feel like it. <laughs> the heck, we'll do it now. Battlefield Earth, says Jake Scott. Yeah, I think that's a joke. Which apparently is the Scientology movie. Yeah, not well, there. not only that, it's just a bad movie. Hans Olsen says, Fox and the Hound. Better movie than the book. I don't agree. I think that book was terrific. Is it a book? Fox and the Hound? It's always been a Disney movie to me. Daniel says, Forrest Gump. The book is good, but the movie's better. Okay, I didn't know there was a book. Me neither. Uh, Brandon says one filled of dreams from the book Shoeless Joe, two a walk to remember. Granted, I read both after having already seen the films, and am a big fan of both films. I feel like they both successfully capture the books while also making changes that make them more entertaining and emotional.
0: Now, don't you think a walk to remember would be a better name for the Lord of the Rings trilogy?
1: <laughs> walk to forget, but a mean, James says Princess Bride, but both the movie and book are really good. To which he replied to himself and said, "Also Jurassic Park." Oh, I can Crichton, see that. I book, can right? see that. Michael Crichton. Seth Packham says, The Martian, better movie than a book. Didn't know it was a book. And I think it's a great movie. Steve Martin, The Martian? No, 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 (laughs) no, no, no. no, no. The Martian with uh, Matt Damon. Jeffrey, Wolf of Wall Street, better movie than a book. Uh, Germs guy, John, says, The Lost World, Crichton's worst book. One of the better movies. Uh, Well, better than the book. Which Lost World the original
0: one. So the, the, the The third, the third Jurassic park, not the Jurassic world stuff.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Carl Jernson says jaws. Is that a book? Maybe after the movie. Uh, Justin says, Forrest Gump. Blair says fight club. Garrett says Lord of the Rings trilogy may be better than the books. Okay. Uh, Shawshank redemption says John. Now, I've got a bit of an argument here. Shawshank Redemption mm. was a short story. Yep, yeah, it was not a book. Nope. But I get where he's going with that, and it's a terrible short story. No, and yeah, it's it, a phenomenal movie. It's one of the best movies in my book. Jessica says I have to give it to Silence of the Lambs purely because two lines that made the film the film I was disappointed to find out did not originate in the book. Really? I don't know. I've not read the book, so I don't know which two of those two lines would be. Uh, Jeffrey Wolf says Salem's Lot. Never heard of it. Oh, dude, that
0: movie scared me as a kid. <laughs> That's like the worst. That's stuck with me since I was like
1: eight. I hate that movie. Uh, Patrick Dable says Ender's Game. Ooh. Uh, Greg says I don't think there's one if you read the book first. The movie never. Oh wait, let me do Greg's voice. I don't think there is one if you read the book first. The movie never lives <laughs> up to the book. However, if you watch the movie and then read the book, I guess the movie isn't so bad. <laughs> Sorry, Greg, but that's how your tweet sounds to me. Movies are better than books. Alec says Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> <laughs> was that a book? <laughs> uh, Treasure Island is. <laughs> LA Confidential says Johnny. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Jake Peterson, Jurassic Park. Corey, Jurassic Park. Matt, The Natural, which we just did yeah, a few Yeah, we weeks did. Yes, we did. Brimley. Dodger Markey says Public Enemies. The movie was good, but the book was better. That's not the poll question, Dodger. Nope. The poll question is, what book is not as good as the movie? Yep. Eric Olson, Legends of the Fall. Ooh. The Killing Fields are Saving Private Ryan, says Robert. Sergeant Jazz says, Algebra tutorial videos, always better than algebra textbooks. we got a comedian on our hands there. Yes, we do. Uh, final uh, three here. Stardust from Jacob. Clark Kent says, Princess Bride and Holes, but both only by a slim margin. Salt Town Showdown podcast. Says the Godfather, and Scott Gerard. Oh, he Scotty weighed in. G, yeah, High Fidelity. Never I, read the book. I never read the book, but it's a great movie. What so are you gonna go. go? What are you gonna go with? Well, I think I've been pretty on the record as saying the movies are always better than the book. Yeah, but what are you gonna go with? Uh, I'll just off the top of my head. I always send out these poll questions and then don't think of an answer <laughs> uh, off the top of my head. I was very disappointed in them. Okay. But the Hunger Games, better than the books because they're a movie, not a book.
0: True. Very true. A lot
1: of people think that will be a terrible take because the book was better than the movie, but I don't like books. I didn't I didn't get into the books
0: as much as I did the movies on those. I would probably go, I'm going to agree with our Lord of the Rings fans, and I'm going to throw in The Hobbit because both of those are <laughs> just impossible for me
1: to read. Yeah, I can't do it. Can't do it. I've read... I've read the Bible. I've read the, the other scriptures. That's about as boring as I'll go. Mm-hmm. Can't get into Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the
0: a- again, it's just so hard with the names. It's terrible. It's hard, hard, hard with those
1: names. All right, coming up next, uh, David Bresnahan made a movie. Who is he? What is he? Why, why is he? We'll tell you all about it with him next, right here on the Movie Zone. By the
0: You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
1: Final segment this week here on The Movie Zone. Austin Horton, Johnny Lightfoot with you. Soundtrack of the week at Christmas Carol. If you missed why, <laughs> catch the podcast. You'll understand. I love the fact that you chose that. <laughs> Johnny, I had a chance to catch up with Dave Bresnahan, local movie maker, mm-hmm. about a new movie that he's got coming out with our friend Dan or Gerald. Cool. I uh, thought we'd play that interview now. Here with Dave Bresnahan. Now, the, the movie is called Grandpa's Crazy. Question mark there. Got to make sure we get the right inflection on that. And the synopsis reads, Gramps pretended to get lost to get some attention from his family. It backfired big time. His children try to have him declared incompetent. The kids from the skate park came to his rescue. As I mentioned, Dave Bresnahan, actor, writer, director, and producer, and happens to be the screenwriter for this film is with us now. Dave, thanks for a few moments. Tell us about Grandpa's Crazy. What can you tell us other than what I've just read?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully it's going to be a film that is going to be transgenerational. In other words, grandparents, their kids, and their grandkids, We'll all love to go see this movie at the same time together. And uh, it's a family-friendly film, probably a PG-rated film. And drama, comedy, uh, it'll make you cry. It's got a lot of uh, very emotional moments in it. Uh, We're going to take you on a roller coaster. If you think of Up, we definitely have Up at the beginning of our movie. And the middle of the movie is The Sandlot on Skateboard. (laughs) <laughs> so if you okay. like the Sandlot, think of the Sandlot turning to skateboard instead of baseball. And at the end of the movie, you're going to see a similarity to Footloose. So we've got some classics that we used as our model and a brand new story, very original, very different. Uh, you can't really look at it and say, "Ah, oh, that's just like this one or that one. Uh, We think we've got an original story that will please a lot of people.
1: Well, you've just named a few movies that would show up on anyone's top 10 list, I'm sure. Uh, in Footloose, oh, up and Sandlot. Now later, I've got to ask you before I let you go about Sandlot because uh, I am a big time Sandlot fan. I, I'm a I'm a Sandlot goon. I go crazy over the thing. So I got to ask you about uh, a, a movie a documentary of sorts that you were part of before we get mm-hmm. done here. But let's let's go back to Grandpa's crazy before I get off on my Sandlot fanboy. Conversation. Where did the idea for this movie, where was it hatched? Was this your idea and you wrote it down and then Dan or got involved? Or how did this come to be, I should say?
3: Well, uh, so this all began about five years ago. I have, uh, I have an aging mom who is in an independent living center doing really well, but uh, gives me a chance when I visit her to get acquainted with lots of other people well into their 80s. And I uh, became aware, more so than I was, you know, just casually, that there's a lot of elderly people suffering from loneliness. They could be surrounded by other people and be lonely, and it has a lot to do with their family not visiting them. So that was the first kind of uh, attention that I got. And then I learned of a story of a man who did the very thing that Gramps does in this film. Uh, his, his family wasn't paying attention. So he pretended to get lost, oh. and they took away his car, mm. trying to protect him. That's then what you wished resurrected. There. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, then he resurrected uh, you know, a car that he had in the garage <laughs> that hadn't been running for 20-plus years. Mm. They took that away. Mm. So last resort, uh, the, uh, the guy actually went to town on his tractor. In our story, it's a ride-around lawnmower. Uh, so that was kind of the inspiration for it. And then, you know, once you have a concept for a story, and this is all fictional, uh, that concept led to, all right, what kind of story can we create? What situations can we create? What characters can we develop to make this into a story that we'll all love? And so there are many characters here that we're following. I guarantee you, you're going to want to wrap your arms around Grandpa and take him home there's a, a kid in the story named scab. If you think of a kid skateboarding and his nickname is scab, <laughs> uh, scab is a 12 year old boy. And, and the young man who plays him is uh Jagger Wolf Hume. He just turned 12 on set while we were filming a oh, wow. uh, fantastic actor. And you're going to absolutely love scab. He'll make you cry and he'll, he'll be the kid that you just want to take home and love. And, uh, uh, we we t- went all out to get the very best actors we could get, the best in um, in our crew. We have a great director, Dana Gerald. is This is his debut feature film directing. Um, he's he's been in lots of films and directed shorts and commercials, but this is his first feature. And uh, it, it's just watching it in the process being filmed. Uh, I'm excited because it's it's better than I was hopeful it would be.
1: It sounds wonderful. And, and yeah, Daner's been a, a, on our show before a friend of the program and we're excited to see his directorial debut here with grandpa's crazy. But uh, tell us a little bit more about, you mentioned Jagger Hume, who plays scab. This is a primarily Utah based cast and crew from the top to the bottom. Is it not?
3: Yeah. Um, we're 100% Utah based cast and crew, uh, Part of my underlying agenda is I wanted to prove to Hollywood, really, that Utah can create from scratch a homegrown film that can compete with anything in Hollywood. And when the Hollywood productions come to town, they'll bring a crew from California. They'll bring top stars from California and they'll supplement things with with Utah. Well, you know what? We can do it all and we can do it just as good and I'm, I'm going to prove it with this film.
1: That's, that's really cool. I, I applaud you for that. As a lifelong Utahan and a, a lover of Utah, I, I agree. I think that it can and should be done all right here, and that, that gives us jobs in the industry, yeah, so thank does. you. Yeah, exactly. Keep, keep that going. Now, uh, I understand you just wrapped filming, and with this pandemic-ridden world we're all in, what are the plans for release on this movie? Are we crossing our fingers? What are we thinking?
3: well and you're right um covid certainly presented challenges um this film by the way was written the the screenplay was written while i was recovering from covid oh
1: really wow
3: i'm a survivor and boy i'll tell you i don't wish it on anyone it was horrible so it's not a hoax Um,
1: is what you're telling us yeah okay oh oh, yeah it's not a hoax yeah
3: oh my and painful so don't don't get it seriously don't get it Mm. um We went through all the the right steps. Uh, Everybody was screened when they came on the set, making sure that, uh, you know, they had no symptoms, that sort of thing. We had masks on when we weren't in front of a camera. Uh, Did all the right steps to to make sure that we didn't expose anybody unnecessarily, cast and crew and extras and all that sort of thing. And now we are concerned about will people actually be able to go to the theater? We'll have this ready. Uh, for Christmas school break. And we're hopeful that we're going to see it in theaters at that time. But as you know, there's only a few theaters that are open and um, not many people are going, and rightfully so. So we're not sure what's going to happen in regards to the actual release. Our goal is to have it out for Christmas.
1: Well, let's keep our fingers crossed and our masks on, and everyone uh, stay home if you're sick, and let's get this thing under control. Glad you've survived and— and overcome that, uh, Dave. That's really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, before we, I let you go, I promised I'd have a selfish segment here for you, real quick. I was part of, uh, and Michelle, uh, who Michelle Moore, friend of the show, and who hooked us up with you today. Her husband, Marshall, uh, headed up the 25th and 20th anniversary reunions for the Sandlot movie, as we all know, was filmed right here in our own backyard. And I'm a nut for Sandlot, and I got the unbelievable chance of a lifetime to host the Q&A on stage last August, or excuse me, August of 2018. Whew, time flies. With the cast of Sandlot. And then I get on your IMDb, Dave, and I see a movie that I've never seen, and I feel like a hypocrite. I can't be a a Sandlot fan if I've never seen Sandlot forever. Tell us about that. Tell, Tell me where that came from, and it looks like... You had some family involved, too.
3: Yeah, indeed. Um, so it was just a fun fan film. Um, and it, it came about and was motivated by that anniversary. And I was there and watched you interview interview. Oh, you did? <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, it's it's a tour. It is What I decided, the one thing that we haven't done is taken a tour of all the sites where the film was made. So we went everywhere, including what we call the Wendy Peppercorn swimming pool up in Ogden. <laughs> we went to all the sites, the Sandlot, of course, and uh, Vincent Drug. We went to the homes where where the kids uh, lived and the cul-de-sac where they had the 4th of July neighborhood cookout and where that neighborhood still has a cookout every summer <laughs> celebrating that. So we we took the tour. We brought a bunch of kids with us on the tour. We visited uh, the Rose Park baseball field where the rival gang was played and where to to this very day, the local little league ball groups get together for the Sandlot tournament every <laughs> summer. So we, we kind of chronicled all of that sort of thing and put it together in this uh, little mini documentary.
1: I'll have to get my and, hands and, and eyes that, on that. Yeah.
3: That's uh, just a fun thing to do. Actually, uh, we've got a couple of people who, cause this was put together, uh, by volunteers. There was no budget for it at all. Mm. And a couple of people got a look at it and said, you know what? Your post-production is lacking. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And the sound wasn't quite there. There's some wind noise <laughs> and it, stuff like that. So we've got some really nice people who have volunteered to clean it up for us. Oh, good. So it's been pulled so that we could clean it up and make it even better than it was. And it'll be out on Amazon It's about, I'd say, a month to a month and a half from now.
1: Well, we'll have to check back in with you uh, on that because uh, I can't wait to see it. And uh, we'll have to shoot the breeze about Sandlot sometime.
3: Well, and if you think Sandlot is great, wait till you see Grandpa's Crazy Mm -hmm. with a question mark. And (laughs) uh, you'll see it's Sandlot on Skateboard. And we even have Wendy Peppercorn in there. Her she made it? Amy in our film. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amy, Amy is our Wendy Peppercorn. She's a skateboarder. And uh, the boys uh, have a scene where she plays a significant <laughs> part of their life.
1: We can't wait. It's Grandpa's Crazy. He's Dave Bresnahan, screenwriter, actor, uh, director, uh, hat of all trades, uh, Dave. Uh, an award-winning journalist. Uh, it's a well, pleasure and to David have you on the show. is
3: the director. So I'm not the director of this, but uh, he's the director. Daner did
1: a great job. Daner, directorial debut on Grandpa's Crazy. But, David, it's been good to have you on the show. You be well, and we'll check back in when Grandpa's Crazy hits theaters all right great there you go our thanks there to dave bresnahan excited for that new movie coming out stay tuned for its release date and details johnny good work this week thanks brother you too good Thank pick you.
0: on the uh soundtrack of the week <laughs> thanks Just well done fun. No, fun you know what the muppet movies were fun let's be honest love them I love every one of them. I love how the first one was about frog leg soup. (laughs) That's true.
1: (laughs) All right, well, uh, we'll do it again next week. What do you say? I say let's do it again next week. He's Johnny Lightfoot (laughs) for Dave Bresnahan and our friends at the Megaplex Theaters, Larry Tassoni, Jeff Whipple, and Blake Anderson and Company. I'm Austin Horton. We'll see you next week on the Movie Zone. Be sure to tweet Austin about how good Batman is. No, don't do it.